am your host, Ruth Rubio. The purpose of the Spanglish Latina podcast is to give and create a safe space where we can talk about anything and everything. Nothing is off limits. Real conversations where we can learn, grow, and share personal experiences, knowledge, and advice. Take what speaks to you and what doesn't resonate, you can choose to take it with a grain of salt. Think of this as a conversation with your amigas or your homegirls. And just a reminder, everything I do or say comes from a good place and I always mean well. Now let's get started. Hello, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Luna Mia Podcast. I am so excited for my next guest. And without further ado, Brujita Skincare is an LA-based Latina-owned and born during one of Lia Guerrero's many month-long visits to Mexico City. With over 15 years of experience as an esthetician in holistic skincare, Lia created Brujita Skincare in 2017 after immersing herself in the inspirational mercados that Lia handpicks key ingredients used in her products. Whether sourced from Mexico City or the United States, all ingredients chosen are sustainable, raw, organic, and unrefined. Leah's concepts come from nostalgia and evoking inner child memories. She has been able to create your favorite collections, such as Estoy Stoned, In My Room, and Red Rum through these magical spells. Welcome, Leah Guerrero. Welcome. Hey, little fireworks <laughs> sparks in the background and everything. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me. I am too excited right now. Of course, of course. When you told me that you had a podcast, I was like, girl, run it up. Let's go. <laughs> I know. I started a year ago and I feel like because backstory, we met at Warrior Cella a few weekends ago. And I feel like when we were at Warrior Cella, it was more of like, being in the moment and holding space for each other rather than you know this is what I do this is what I bring which is important regardless but I feel like we all collectively were like we're here to tune into ourselves and be together rather than you know networking which is always good and you know we sprinkled some of that here and there <laughs> oh yeah once you brought out the tarot cards I was like oh we let's go we gotta go chat like right now <laughs> yes that too I started doing tarot this year so I'm like you know what I feel called to bring my cards because you know how it is and when you mentioned I was like I got you boo I have mine let me go get them that was actually the first trip that I didn't bring my cards with me so when I saw you I was like I wasn't the one supposed to give readings Ruth was for sure (laughs) I know and I feel like I should have offered it too but I think all the activities they had were great and necessary where I'm like you know what if people feel called to if they see them they will come to me and there you go it was such a lovely experience how did you feel without your tarot cards did you feel weird I, I mean, w- w- once I saw yours, I was like, oh my God, I didn't bring mine. Like, I didn't know until that moment when I saw you bring yours out. And then when Joanna like was like, let's go do readings. I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, this is cool. <laughs> I know. I feel like just in general being there and the hammocks, the hammocks took me to my inner child so mm-hmm. much where I'm like, I don't even want to get up from here. <laughs> I mean, especially since we were in the forest, like we're just like, let's go be witches. Like Yes. Minus yeah. the bugs, I was all for it. <laughs> I think every so often you'd hear me scream in the background, like, oh, it's probably her. She saw a bug. <laughs> Thank oh, you, yeah. Leah. I am so happy to have you here. And like we mentioned on your intro, you are the 
the Brujita Skincare, <laughs> the one and only. And for anyone and everyone that hasn't or is not familiar, please go and buy where they could book, go actually buy it on your website, right? BrujitaSkincare.com. That's pretty much the only way that you can get Brujita. If not, I usually do markets. Um, they are kind of few in between right now, but um, yeah. The, the website run it up y'all <laughs> yes go because they do sell out and everything that I've purchased in the past has been ooh, on point I think I'm like glowing right now I put some on before your Estoy Stone collection just came I, out yeah I was not expecting like more than half of y'all at Warrior Cello were like yeah use Krijita and I was just like uh, like calming myself down trying not to cry just because yeah I'm so sentimental so that just made me so happy and then a few of y'all had hats on as well and so it was just really nice to see the support um, outside of what like I'm used to like my friends and my family so that was really cool to to, to experience. I love it. This brand, I, when I found it, I'm like, okay, well, I'm a esthetician as well. Shout out to all the SDs out there. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and it's just so interesting when it's like, not only, you know, as Hispanic or Latina, Latine, it's really hard to find each other, right? And when we do, it's like, we're sisters, we're bonded. I'm here for it. I'm here for supporting my people. So when I did find your brand, I'm like, yes, I am here for it. It's natural mm -hmm. ingredients. It's all this good stuff. If you want to go a little bit into how you even started with your brand to begin with. So I am an esthetician. I think I'm on my 16th or 17th year. Um, and basically, I mean, my esthetician career started actually from my mom. My mom like just begged me to do something because I was like, I'm not going to college. I've been working for the past five years. Like, I'm good. Like, I know how to make money, mom. I know how to be a citizen of society. And she was just like, oh, Lord, like, no, you, you have to do something, please. And so she gave me like a couple options. And one of them was like a massage therapist. And the other was an esthetician. And I gravitated more to esthetician because I already loved taking care of my skin and I already loved educating people on like natural products. So I've been like using, I was using like Burt's Bees, like when it like, yeah, pretty much as like a preteen. And so I love telling people because they would say, you know, I didn't have like the adolescent acne or anything like that, like Burt's Bees, you know? And so I said, let's, I want to do esthetician. And so she ended up going with me to school. So my mom is still an esthetician. She's not practicing whatsoever, but she still has a license to this day. And um, that's basically how it started. I was in and out of the spas. I worked at a spa in Whittier um, for about six years. And when they um, announced that they were closing down, I was like, wait, what? Because as you know, when you have longevity at a spa, it's like your fucking gold mine, right? Like I made it, like I'm sustainable now. And so it takes a long time to have your established client list, right? And so when they told me that they were closing down, I was just like, what am I gonna do now? And um, basically I just started doing facials from home. And then once I realized that I could make my own products, I started, you know, just a lot of trial and error. I started making scrubs. Then I started making face masks with like different clays and different powders. 
Um, so I used to, you know, mix like cacao and honey together with coconut oil. Whereas back then, like coconut oil was just like, what? I would never like use, clients would just be like, I would never. And then I'd just be like, just watch, like watch the magic happen, especially since I'm using unrefined, I've always used unrefined ingredients. So you get the full nutrient content of it. I was like, this is different from like the cooking oil that you use, you know, to cook or whatever, right? And so once people started seeing results, um, I had the opportunity to go to Mexico with my father and his partner. And she is Mexicana. So she was like, let's go to La Ciudad. And so I ended up going with them. And we spent like, I think we spent almost two weeks there. And like within half of that time, I was like, I'm coming back here. And I'm gonna like live here for like a month and a half or something. Like I, I already like felt it in my bones. Like I felt this interesting calling within my body that I was like, I have to come back here because there's so much untapped here. And this is where my energy is leading towards, especially because I didn't have any other commitments. Like I wasn't working at a spa anymore. I had a little bit more um, leeway in terms of going away. So basically just told my clients, hey, I'm going to be gone for a while. And when I come back, I'll hit you up. So while I was in Mexico, I ended up really immersing myself into like the mercado culture, which is like completely intimidating. I mean, it's like everyone's hustling there, right? Like everyone is doing their own thing. Like there's so many people going in and out of these mercados. And so I just, you know, would just look around or I would eat, like I would eat tacos or tostadas and then just like walk around until basically I started seeing that vendors were selling clays and selling powders as well that I had no idea about. I'm so used to like using green clay, like that was, or like, you know, just like a pink clay or something like things that were like easily accessible over here. But once I started figuring out that there was also a black clay, there's stepiscoiti, there's like cacao in its real form um, and it's like purest form basically. I just said, let me take some of this back. And once I started concocting my, my um, mixtures, I just you know started using them on my clients. Um, the way I got named Brujita was through my friends that I met over there and they just knew what I was doing and they just started calling me Brujita. I don't know how that, yeah, I think it was just like a thing. A like, term of endearment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A term of endearment because I mean, Bruja is kind of like not like a term of endearment a little bit. Like mm -hmm. I'll go to Mexico today and go with this and people are just looking at me weird because Brujita it's like a derogatory word or something, right? And so um, when I leaned into that, I started feeling like, yes, it started um, to become a, a real thing, right? And um, it, it just felt right. It just felt like the next step of my life, pretty much, because there's no other way to put it. I think it just felt right. It felt magical. It felt like very much in that moment and I wanted to seize it. Um, another reason why I'm Brujita is because a vendor actually called me Brujita too. Um, I was telling him because I 
got like at least like 10 pounds of like Tepescoiti or some insane amount. And he was like, why do you need all this? And I was like, oh, I started telling him like this works for acne and, you know, I use it on my clients back home. And then he just said, oh, eres una brujita. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. And that's just like when it clicked, the light bulb just went off. And when I got home, I ended up just, you know, saying this is who I am now. I'm going to start a brand and I'm going to start selling in markets, which is like such a uh, a crazy thing just because um, I didn't know if it was going to take off like at all. Right. And um, I think that was like one of the biggest risks and leaps in my life that I've ever taken just because, yeah, I had no idea. I was just like, yeah, I'm Rujita, like, let's go. I'm like hand cutting labels to put on my product now. Um, when I first came out, I think I only had four products. So I had like three masks, a crema and eternal bomb. And then, yeah, it just started building from there. Wow. So much to dive into with just that alone. First of all, the fact that you and your mom went to school together, how cool was that? <laughs> so dude, I was like, I was a little punk in school, you know, like I was ditching all the time. Like I barely passed like high school. Like I had to get a lot of letters. I had to write a lot of letters just to like graduate high school. Um, just because I just told them, hey, like pass me. Like I'm, I'm already working. Like all I need is just a high school diploma. Like I am obviously a very intelligent person and um, I just need this diploma, you know, and yeah. I made it happen. And my mom was just like, well, now you got to like, so what's, what's next? <laughs> yeah, you got to have something to go behind. You can't just work at Jamba Juice. Like, yeah, on, and school, it, school is not for everyone. And I think that's important to point out because so many people are so hard on themselves if they're not good in school or don't want to go to college. And the good thing about it is now that there's so many options you don't need a degree if you have one great but you don't need one to be successful anymore I had so many friends like growing up who went to college and never once was I like oh man I should have went to like yeah oh no I try to go back I first of all whoever has a degree and a, or a doctorate you're my heroes because first of all how do you not lose your shit <laughs> I was like no like when I went to esthetician school I'm like okay I like this this yeah. is something that's interesting to me that I will use I'm not going to use half the shit I learned in high school <laughs> I definitely already knew that I had a different path like already and mm -hmm. I wanted to stick to that and I wanted to have my boundary on that just because I already knew like if I had went to college I think I would have dropped out and I would have like kept working you know my customer service jobs because that's what I'm really good at I'm, I'm a very personable and extroverted person and um yeah I was just making money that way and making a good amount of it just because um I think when you um exude that type of energy people are easier to just give you your money in terms of that mm -hmm. and I think it's important that you know to let go of control because you said when that spot closed you were like oh shit shit got real real fast right oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. we don't understand oh, man, that, was that. So sad. yeah <laughs> it was so sad just because I felt like, man, I, I finally had something, you know, and I, you know, was just, yeah, you get kind of lost a little bit. You yeah. feel like the, the, what do they say? The carpet was pulled from underneath you. 
Yeah, but it's definitely. amazing to see that you were still having clientele even after that, because the clients that are ride or die for you don't care where you go. They will exactly. follow you. Oh, yeah. We can go to the spare bedroom in your dad's partner's house in Alhambra. Like, we'll do that. So, and just let me know where to park in the alley. Sure, I'll be right there. <laughs> and that's the thing, you know, you make it work. And it's important to understand that whether we understand what's happening or not, we need to let go of control and trust the universe. Because honestly, it, it sounds like if it wasn't for that, you would have never gone through this whole adventure of going to Mexico and going through that whole experience alone. And look at you now where something in the past, you were t like, my whole life is over. What am I going to do now? Transformed into now you're a badass bitch with a whole ass company. <laughs> Which is wild still to me. I mean, yeah. yeah. And uh, we're at Warrior Cella. People were like, you're like a celebrity to me. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm just another person who came for the right reasons the same way as you did. Like, mm -hmm. please, I'm just I'm just Leah, like, I'm just a girl. <laughs> yes, literally. And that's important too, where, you know, for me to, they're like, oh, I love your podcast. Like people that knew about it came up to me and I was like, oh, thank you for supporting. But like you said, we're just regular who, human beings. You know, we pee from the same hole everyone else does. Mm -hmm. And it's important to humanize ourselves where so many people idolize famous people or people in general. It's like, no, you should idolize yourself. <laughs> Yes, yes, and yes. really tap into that and how was it going to Mexico for the amount of time you did because you mentioned that people called you brujita and that word like you said is not you know for the most part a term of endearment obviously no, they when use I told that. my mom when I told my mom I wanted to name my company brujita she's like that's ugly like <laughs> why do you want to do that or just like other friends who just didn't get it at the time were just like Mm, you should rethink that like but I just felt it I don't know there's there's no other way to put it I just like pretty much felt that it was a calling to me and that it you know I, I didn't know that it was going to be as big as it is today but I just had um, just this feeling within my body that I knew that it was um, going to propel me into the next into my next stage of my life yeah. to the next chapter of your book yeah life Mexico is super cool like um it, sourcing ingredients from there is really cool the main hub that I go to now is Tijuana just because I don't really have the time to just be traveling like everywhere like I used to um but I used to source from places like the La Ciudad um Guanajuato there was a time where um the F didn't have what I needed, so I needed to go to Guanajuato, and Guanajuato doesn't have that many mercados, so then I needed to go to Leon, and then I went to Oaxaca, and then finally I found something, so it's just like this cool rat race of going around in a circle around the country, and um, yeah, those were the best years of my life. That was like the first like three years of Brujita. Mm, and it's amazing that you were still supporting people right in Mexico oh, yeah, we all that's know that's the best part I mean that's mm. the best part for sure because it's like I need 10 pounds of this I need 15 pounds of this I need you know uh this certain amount and people are just like yeah con gusto you know mm -hmm. like let me give it to you I'm and just... that's so nice that they're so nice and humbling and welcoming right they could have easily been like you're an American, like, what are you doing here? Instead of doing that, they're like, yes, what do you need? Let me know. And that just shows the 
how the authenticity of Mexican people are just generally so kind and nice for the most part, where if they can help you, they will, right? Definitely. Mm -hmm. And I think that word brujita alone, like the taboo behind it of how we're changing that narrative now. So even you stepping into the power and naming your brand and your company brujita, it's like, yes, I don't care what anyone says or thinks this is it. And if you don't like it, well, too bad because it's still going to be there. Yeah, what was cool was that, I mean, after maybe two years after I started Brujita, then a lot of like the Bruja merchandise started coming out in the mercados and Brujita started um, becoming more normalized, right? And so I'm so glad that it did for sure, just because it did have a derogatory meaning for a long time. And now that um, it's being more normalized, it's, it's like a cool feeling to, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be uh, explained anymore that it's actually a magical, um, it's a magical and spiritual word as opposed to the other way. Now, now we just fucking get it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> the ones that get it, get it. And the ones that don't, it's okay too. You don't have to get it. <laughs> and I love it. And I'm here for it. Me too. I feel like my mom calls me, hey, tú eres la brujita. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'll be that brujita all day, everything. <laughs> like, I don't care. It is what it is. <laughs> And what was your first job ever? Was it at the spa or what was your first job? So my first job was at 15 years old and it was at Jamba Juice. 15? Yeah, 15. Oh yeah. I So my abuelita Yolanda was like this hustler. Like she was a merchant for a thousand years in Ecuador. Um, that's where my family is from, from Guayaquil, Ecuador. And she was just like a merchant, like she would tell me stories of how she used to buy like laundry detergent powder and she would put them in individual baggies because people couldn't afford the big bucket. So she would just sell these individual baggies to the people in the neighborhood or she was pretty much the neighborhood lender. Like she would lend people money, charge a little bit of interest and then get that money back. Like she was just- uh, She was an entrepreneur in her own way. Her own way, yeah, exactly. And I think that DNA was just passed down to me. Um, And I think she was just always encouraging me, like go, go get a job. Like when you're old enough, go get a job, save your money, like do whatever it is you wanna do, you know? And go have fun, like you're young. And so when I turned 15, I went to my high school counselor and I was like, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm <laughs> and, ready to get money. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so uh, also I wanted a cell phone. Like I didn't grow up like most people did. And, you know, I had to pay my way to get things that I wanted. So I wanted a cell phone. And so my mom's just like, you have to work for that. And once I, you know, the first check that I got from Jamba Juice, I went ahead and got my little Nokia phone. <laughs> and um, it just all started from there. And that's where my experience of customer service happened. And that's pretty much my number one asset, I feel like, that I have is my customer service and really caring about what people think, what people want, um, and you know, just their overall opinion about the product and just their overall service and my gratitude as well for them um, supporting Brujita. Because first and foremost, this would not be the business that it is without the cult, right? And so if someone's having an issue with their tracking number or, you know, their package is getting sent back, like I send it back right away. It's just, you know, that's kind of just like what I've learned to always be understanding of things happen and uh, understanding of uh, the customer's needs. 
Yeah, and it's important because you are so hands-on and you do, it shows in your business that you genuinely care about what people want or what they need and it shows. And I love that because of Jamba Juice, your first job ever at 15, you were able to learn so much from that job and incorporate it to this day now. So kudos, kudos to Jamba Juice. My first kudos job was- to Jamba Juice, yes. And Johnny Rockets. Johnny okay. Rockets, I was also a server at Johnny Rockets for a long time. And um, yeah, those two jobs were were the catalyst of like who I am in terms of my um, my skills and assets in customer service. Like those two jobs really meant a lot to me. I still actually talk about it to this day. Like um, anyone who ever asked me or anyone ever says, how are you so like personable? I'll just be like, John Magis and Johnny Rockets taught me. <laughs> Literally. I think anyone in the, in those industries will know like, yeah, being a server or customer service will teach you real quick. <laughs> oh yeah. Because if you're not talking, if you're not nice in a genuine way, you're not making money. You get what And I mean? they will humble you real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, those two jobs were, were amazing. My first job was Burger King and I was there for a year and I learned so much within that year that to this day, I think I still use, like you've mentioned. And it's just important, you know, we all start from somewhere. You, obviously, you don't just one day wake up, I'm a business owner now. And because of those first jobs we do have now, we're like, you know what? We're more grateful and humble because of our beginnings, right? And that's important. Be humble because at the end of the day, like I said, we're all humans and no one's perfect. So if there's a package that goes MIA, I'm sure you make it right anyway. (laughs) I try my hardest. That's for sure. Or I just, yeah, replenish it. I replace it right away just because I have it, you know, if I have it, then I'm going to give it away. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm so abundant in so many ways that I'm just like, this is a mistake that happened. Like, let me just resend it. Like, it's easier for me just to resend it than go through all the hoopla of like, I can't do it. Like, and, you know, setting unnecessary boundaries when, you know, I'm, yeah, I have, I have it. Yeah. And boundaries are important as well. I think we need to actually go with that with having your own business, setting boundaries, healthy boundaries, right? Because they are necessary and they're not easy sometimes setting those boundaries. How have you had issues with setting boundaries in the past and how have you learned from that? Um, this is a kind of interesting, um, in terms of my boundaries, I think, uh, I mean, I think this goes into pretty much the hardest challenge that I've had to do in my business. I think these two, um, connect to each other and I had to buy out my ex-partner basically out of, um, out of this business. And so I think, putting up the boundary of like knowing what I'm worth, you know, and just, you know, uh, not really trying to fight with them in terms of, you know, uh, how it is, you know, because that was legally binding and I wasn't trying to fight it. And it was just like, a, here you go. If you want to leave, you can leave and here's your check. And that's how it is. I think that those hard things will humble you really quick. And they will also show you how, strong it is to be in your power right and so I think that setting up that necessary boundary of like we've had too many discussions about this and we're kind of going in circles something needs to give and if you need to leave then I'm not going to stop you from leaving and I think that um, in doing that it 
allowed me to finally feel like, you know what, like I'm, I am a boss, like, because I'm, I'm so, I'm really chill and I'm really cool. And like I said, like, if you need something replaced, I'll replace it. You get what I mean? And I'm very easy in that terms. But when it came to the hard decision, I kind of surprised myself in terms of that. And I, um, it really kind of like stuck to my guns in terms of that, you know, it's like nothing to play with. Um, Brujita is nothing to play with. You, you get what I mean? Like it's, it's my baby and, um, you know, no one's going to know it as well as I do. So that's kind of like how I felt about it. And yeah, necessary boundaries are, you know, where it's at. Are they hard for me? Yeah, because it makes me uncomfortable. And with boundaries comes change as well. And change is, you know, pretty hard for a lot of people. I know change is hard for me to go through because I get comfortable really easily. And when I feel like I put my whole trust in someone, I mean, I get comfortable for a while. So when change happens, it uh, sets something off inside of me of like, all right, like we need to be in this, we need to be present. And now it's go time in terms of what do I need to do now in terms of, um, yes, uh, keeping my business the same as it is. And um, yeah, not really dwelling on negativity or anything like that. Yeah, it's important. I think boundaries, I like you mentioned, it's never easy, but like you mentioned, it does come with change and change is necessary sometimes for us to grow. Being uncomfortable is necessary for us to grow. Oh, yeah. And I am proud of you for doing that because like you said, it wasn't easy, but you still did the damn thing oh, as hard yeah. as it was. And I'm sure people were hurt, but you didn't mean to hurt them or whatever the case was. But at the end of the day, it's nothing personal, right? It's business and this is your baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I, after they left, I mean, I'm pretty much a student again, right? I did open this business by myself and I know a lot of the ins and outs, but at the same time, I can recognize when, oh, I don't know how to do this or I don't know how to do that. Oh, now I have to like do my sales tax by myself, but now I know how to do that. It's like putting myself back into the student where I'm so used to um, being, the boss that I am, right? I can recognize that I need to put myself in the student shoes and I don't know everything, like, you know, and that's totally fine. I can learn them and I, you know, I am learning. I'm still learning a lot of things. And um, I think it's great. I mean, I feel great about it just because now I know 100% of what goes in and what comes out. And just, um, I have a good grasp on how to maintain my business and how to be sustainable. Mm -hmm. All by yourself. Look at you go. <laughs> and that's the thing too. I don't think people realize uh, as a business, business owner, you carry so many hats, right? You're oh. the accountant, you're the secretary, you're the customer service rep. You're a lot of things unless you have help, which, you know, that is important too. If you need help, ask for help. But <laughs> and I'm it's also the main manufacturer of all the products, right? I um, mm -hmm. do have an apprentice and I have my shipping and receiving person, but uh, a lot of it does come from me. And um, yeah, it, it, 2023 has been pretty cool in terms of that, in terms of reintroducing myself into the business, um, especially on the back end of things, on like the more logistical side. 
And I'm pretty proud of myself just because I kind of got it really quickly. And now it's pretty much innate. Whereas before it was kind of like, do I need to close down for a month? Like, do I need to like, what am I, do I need to close down for a couple months so I can like actually, and then I was like, no, dude, you, you got this. Like you opened up this company. Like, you know what to do. Don't be afraid. Right. <laughs> and I think <laughs> that's where yeah. most people are afraid, you know, are afraid to be in business, to start a business, you know, but I was just like, girl, you're, you're, you're not a, you're not a rookie. Like you have five years under your belt, like you, like you can do it. <laughs> and that's where imposter syndrome kicks in, right? Where we get in our heads and we doubt ourselves, but it's like, no, like you said, this is muscle memory at this point. It's just that little fucking voice in our head that tries to doubt us. And it's up to us to be like, nah, bitch, I got this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. flick no, them away. Good. It's not serving me. That voice will, is literally just doubt. And we have to learn to ignore that because it's always going to be there let's be real that voice you can oh, yeah. lower the volume but the at the end of the day yeah. yeah at the end of the day you have to know that that's not your truth you know your truth mm -hmm. and regardless of at times you might get lost or feel a little hazy but at the end of the day that light is always in there so kudos to you for pushing through still and you're still doing it and shameless plug the estoy stone collection go get it <laughs> again go I get know, it <laughs> speaking of let me put my chapstick on i love this chapstick by the way because it is so big that it covers all of my lips in like yeah. one pull and i am here for it it's it's amazing i i mean it's so cool that a lot of just things from my childhood or recent years like i've been able to um evoke uh, the sense, right, of memories. And I think that's a, a really cool gift that I have. And um, I, yeah, I'm just so glad that everyone fucks with it. Because when I started this business, like I said, it was like, are people gonna get it? Like, <laughs> You're always scared of the what ifs or what are people oh. gonna say and all that. Oh. But like I said, the people that understand it and get it, get it. Mm -hmm. And once we ride or die for someone, I feel like our people are there and show up and like they have. And it's interesting that you mentioned the sense because when I put the pineapple uh, serum on, oh my gosh, it was so amazing. I felt like it was hugging my skin and it took me back to like the frutero days <laughs> oh, okay the watermelon kush. yeah the watermelon one yeah the watermelon kush one. Oh my gosh I was like oh I love that serum I've actually been using that serum um for the past couple of weeks and yeah I've been liking it a lot I'm usually a diehard ichiso girl just because that's like my my baby is but... that your go-to is that your oh, favorite yeah. oh yeah like I'm the original so like Santa Limpia my rose geranium hydrosol um, my crema A and the Achiso, those four products, I'm usually like, I'm sticking to those. But this time I was really called to use this Stoy Stone collection. So I've been using all of the products. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, it took me back to the Frutero days where I was like, it feels like, Amazing. I love last, yes, my skin was like, evoking memories, like out of people and, you know, getting their own thoughts and their own like memories, you know, because yeah, that that's what I'm trying to do is to create create those special moments like with yourself and experiences as well right because this is essentially you're putting it on your skin and people don't realize what you put on your skin does absorb and in general when I get my packaging it's just I feel lightness and the scents come oh, out of the box and I'm like oh I feel so much like comfort I'm like yay it's here <laughs> it's like Christmas every time I get a package 
I love that. And my inner niña deserves a gift ever so often. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. And we touched on, you know, how it can be difficult being a business owner. What does your self-care look like as far as making sure Leah is taken care of? Okay, so I love this question. Um, I number one, I care about my digestive health. So I take probiotics and I have like a green smoothie that I do um, three times a week. Oh, what are you putting in your smoothie? So I actually, I call it my Femme smoothie just because the supplement that I t- take is called Femme 21. It just has like 21 herbs inside of it. And it's uh-huh. supposed to help with digestive health, skin, hair, um, menstrual health, um, reproductive health. So I take that and I just have it with bananas and um, bananas and honey. And then uh, I take baths like at least four times a week as well at nighttime. Um, that's probably one of my favorite things to do. Now that I have the bath limpia, that is definitely a part of my regimen now, my routine. Um, the skincare always. Skincare is so important to me, um, day and nighttime. Even if you like at nighttime, I know people can be really lazy in terms of like <laughs> cleaning their face just because either they don't wear makeup or they don't feel like they need to. Um, sometimes I just like go around with my peppermint hydrosol and I'll just spray a bunch and then I'll go in with my chiso and that's like kind of like my nightly routine. Um, what else do I do? Um, I get a pedicure probably once every two weeks. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's some really great downtime for myself in terms of uh, shutting off my phone and just like chilling by myself. And I actually interact with my, with my person. Her name is Minnie. She's on Brujita now. Um, she's Vietnamese and it's amazing because I give her soap all the time. And now she's like, no, 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 I don't need any. I bought some and I'm like, uh, amazing. Like, that's so great. So uh, we catch up, um, I catch up with like my friends, my girlfriends, um, that's like a huge part of self-care for me too. And then now another thing that I've um, put in my routine is the prosperity plan that we're doing with our warrior cellas. Um, that's pretty huge for me right now. We're on day three, so I've kind of just been really going with the flow with that and really trying to adopt because I'm also a student and that it's my first time doing it and I'm having a lot of fun meditation is amazing um going back into meditation has been great especially with the prosperity plan and um it's funny because we go in and out of phases I feel like in self-care um sometimes we um meditate sometimes we go for a walk you know and sometimes our self-care can look very different and um, yeah, I, I like I like that I can be like that in terms of self care. I'm a chameleon in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to podcasts, so um, uh, the J- Jace Shetty um, podcast is amazing. And then also I've been listening to Women of Impact. That's like a cool podcast that I've been listening to. And then I live by the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, so I walk that. I probably do that every other week um, right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I love that. Let me know next time you go. Maybe I'll meet you there. Oh, I yeah. Love, yeah, I love it. And I think it is important to really 
pay attention to ourselves and not lose ourselves, whether you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or anything in general. At the end of the day, you always have to check in with yourself and be like, okay, are we good? What do we need? And honestly, you mentioned your petty. My nails, I go once a month for my hands because that's my thing. Like that makes me happy. And during the pandemic, when we were shut down, I was so sad with my nails not being done. <laughs> and it's important, you know, these little things. And for me personally, I, you know, we, I didn't grow a bridge like, you know, some people might have. And I think that's why now as an adult, now that I can do all these things for myself that I wanted to do as an inner niña, like my inner niña, I am cherishing her now. I am gifting her, giving her experiences that I might have not been able to in the past. And that for me is healing as well. Doing mm-hmm. these little things, whether, and it doesn't have to be big, right? Every time I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, what will make Ruth happy today? Or one thing I can do to make myself happy today. And I think everyone is saying, incorporate that because if you can't make yourself happy how do you expect everyone else to contribute to that as well right most definitely um the manicure pedicure thing I actually just started doing maybe about six months ago or or something like that just Mm -hmm. because I was like I haven't I don't really like have a thing that I do for myself like or that I schedule for myself right in terms of that and um I was like let me do a manicure pedicure because it's pretty simple, right? That I can do. And um, yeah, that's pretty much how I, how I learned to like go back to that self-care treat basically because it is a treat for me (laughs) it definitely is a treat every time I get my nails done I'm like yes I'm happy this is all I needed all is well again (laughs) and also for what you mentioning the prosperity plan for people that don't know what that is or have more questions about that it is the abundance book by John Randolph Price and there is a prosperity plan in there and I highly recommend you do it whether it's yourself or get a group of people together and collectively do it and it's life-changing. I think I've done three or four now. This one I feel is definitely different because I feel of what we went through at Warrior Cella. And I feel like I need to do an episode on that experience alone oh, yeah. at Warrior <laughs> Cella. It's mm-hmm. to come, to, to be continued. To get but, a couple of us, actually. Yes, yeah. I know we should have. Uh, we should get... <laughs> retell the story or retell, retell the experience for sure. Yeah, because I'm sure everyone collectively had an experience and individually. I was a Chiona that whole week and I was like... <laughs> but it had to be released it had to be released oh yeah for sure most definitely I love that and it's important to like I said take care of yourself and what do you think is one thing that people don't know about you that you might want to put out there I'm a Harry Styles fan are you (laughs) yeah I'm a big Harry Styles fan you with the shirt and everything you're a whole ass Harry Styles groupie I will travel for Harry Styles I love that it's ridiculous like I couldn't see him on his first run over here and he was playing in Mexico so I was like fuck it I'm going to Mexico to go see him so I went I went to the show alone oh my god it was the most amazing experience then like a few weeks later he was like I'm doing a couple shows in Palm Springs so then I was like amazing I'm going to Palm Springs alone to go see Harry Styles yeah, yeah. I He's, love that. I, I, yeah, I'm just a sucker for him. His music, like what he's, his personality. I think he's just like a really cool person for sure. So, I don't know too much about him, but the music <laughs> that is, you know, good. I'm like, oh, it's People catchy. Think I'm such a fucking nerd because I listen to him, but I don't, yeah, I don't care. I love a good pop singer. 
Hey, low-key, we all do. They just no shape in your game. Some people love Britney Spears. Some people love Cher, Madonna. I like Harry Styles. (laughs) It's all good. I'm a Mariah Carey fan, and it is what it is, you know? And it's fine if you like Harry Styles. Obviously, you're not the only one. I'm sure you were. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. And then I'm also a plushies collector. I like plushies. Really? When did that start as a child? Um, Yeah, kind of. (laughs) You're like, as an adult. (laughs) so I used to have these like I used to have a lot of dolls right and then when I got older and I started moving a a lot I would have this bin of like my fucking of my stuffed animals right that I would go back and forth and then finally I just gave them up because I was just like Leah you're traveling with a bin of fucking stuffed animals like chill dude like you're like maybe two get another hobby right so then I kept one it was like my monkey doll that I had and then all of a sudden like a I want to say like two years ago the big plushies started coming out right so I have like a hello kitty one I have a yoda one um I have a bats maru I have um like a corn dog and a turnip and avocado um so yeah I'm just like really into plushies yeah I don't I I, love it no judgment here no judgment I don't know what reignited that but yeah here I am I'm a plushies collector (laughs) you're like but the fire is blazing and I'm here for it oh yeah oh yeah so if I see like a unique plushie like I'm all for it like I saw the corn dog plushie and I was like I have to have it like there's there's no other way this is the way right and at the end of the day you're not hurting anyone with your plushies anyway so (laughs) plush on girl plush on but I think those are I, I when I read that question I was like huh people know pretty much a lot about me because I'm so vocal right and everyone knows that I collect 90s like band tees and things like that and like I'm a um, I'm a punker and um yeah I was just like people know like the basic things about me but they don't know that I have plushies at home <laughs> the plushies are there <laughs> I'm here for it. It's interesting that you mentioned you're your punk. I went through my punk phase, I think, in middle school. And honestly, it was fun. It was so yeah. much fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just yeah. kept the septum piercing. That's all that stayed. And listening to the music still here and there. But I'm like, good times, good times. Yeah, good times. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. So you live in that still. I... I definitely still live through it just now. Yeah, I live in my K-Rock, Roquera days all day long, for sure. <laughs> I love that. And where do you see yourself either personally or with your business in the future? Where do you see it going? Where do you see yourself going? Well, personally, I want to be a mom. So, Oh, is your uterus tickling too? <laughs> Mine has been tickling. I don't know if it's the 30s. I always heard that. I didn't even want kids before. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, yes. Same. And I, you know what, I think the reason why I didn't want kids before is because I wasn't sustainable in my life. Right. And Mm -hmm. I couldn't, you know, I I was like, I'm barely taking care of myself. Like, how am I going to take care of another person? Right. And Mm -hmm. so now that I feel like I have a business, something uh, ignited in me, right. Like a fire inside of me is just like, you can do this too, you know? And so personally, I want to be a mom. So hopefully within the next few years that will happen. Um, and then 
business-wise, definitely want to have a brujita store, but in my way. Um, I want to have at least eight to 10,000 10, square feet. Like I want a glass box in the middle where you can see us manufacturing all the product. Like I really want it to be a really cool experience, but it's such a huge experience that I know it's going to cost a lot of money. So I'm just really trying to um, have that dream like it, for the future, basically but it's very real in my head. Like I know what it looks like. I know what it's going to be. So I know in the future, it's definitely going to happen. I just don't know when. <laughs> I totally see it. When you said that, I envision like a community center where it's like not only your business and your products, but collectively holding space for just individuals. So it's going to happen. I see it in the future already. And I'm here for you being a mama and uh for your baby your brujita business to continue and keep growing and let's see if we don't end up pregnant together <laughs> because same i'm like oh aries i mean two aries pregnant but <laughs> there will be a whole ass fire explosion up in that <laughs> i think it's true though because i feel like maybe the, personally also that was one of the reasons why i was scared to have kids because i'm like damn i really am barely you know taking care of myself and all the fuckery going on in the world but it's like we see people that are out there I'm like oh if they could do it we're fine so <laughs> we're good it's all fine yeah and also I really want to create generational wealth right mm -hmm. like what do we learn from Linda you get what I mean and when now that I know that this business is sustainable it allows me to think in this way right and allows me to have these dreams which I'm very thankful for and um yeah, now it's it's opened a lot of doors for me personally to see my life in a, in a different way than what I used to think, right? And yeah, I'm really appreciative that Brujita has done that for me because it's been a really beautiful experience for sure. Mm -hmm. And I'm here for it. And money flows abundantly to all of us as long as we step into our power and obviously as long as we're not lazy and are doing the work still too. <laughs> A lot of people ask me, like, when are we going to see you in Sephora? When are we going to see you in Target or in Whole Foods? And I'm just like, I want my own spot. Brujita wants her own spot. Like, I, I don't make the rules. Brujita makes the rules. Like, and she wants her own place. She doesn't want to be cooped up in Sephora or in Target. She wants her own spot. <laughs> Brujita wants a whole spotlight on her and her only. And I'm here for it. I love it. And again, I feel like as long as you still have the drive and the motivation and the people that are rallying behind you, this, this business can go wherever you want it to go. And I know that regardless, you're going to be successful and you're going to be fine. And and you. you're just going to keep growing and thriving. And I'm here for it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yes. And before we end on that note, what makes you happy, Leah? What makes you happy genuinely to the core? So I'm just going to share this just because I'm going to share how how my mentality has changed so when I used to get this as like a younger person, I used to just be like, all I need is a full tank of gas, um, my music, and a little bit of weed. Like I used to say that all the time and I'm good, I'm good, you know? But now it's like, all I need is like my self-care, my mental health, my physical health. And yeah, just that's where my happiness comes from is when I am aligned in my energy and when I feel balanced, like as simple as it sounds, like that's, yeah. 
pretty much like when I'm rooted, I am happy. I love that. And grounding is important. And you said it, you're stepping into your power and your light and you're radiating happiness. So whatever you're doing, keep it up, keep it up. And I feel, I I mean, it was Austin, baby, you know, like (laughs) it was warrior Chella. Like that was very healing for me. Like just being around women, that's like something that I, being around so many, there was like, what, 25 of us? Like there was a lot of us, right? And of all ages, you know? And it, it was just amazing to be in that energy for those few days. And, you know, just, um, it was really beautiful. I, I really, you know, I'm so glad that we have this group chat together because it's, it's nice to um, there's a lot of mom energy, you know, a lot of y'all are moms. And so there's like a lot of mom energy that I'm like super into that I feel um, safe. Like it's a very safe circle to be a part of. And um, yeah, the warrior tell us we're out here. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what Linda created, but she created something big. And yeah, like it, it's, um, it, it's been really cool to be a part of this group. And it just, um, it lit the fire. I feel like it lit the fire in each and every one of us in a very like profound way. Mm-hmm. I think when we were going around with the candle, it definitely, like you said, lit and ignited the fire we all had within us. Yeah. And we needed that. We needed to let go of the baggage we were carrying without knowing and releasing it in a loving way and stepping into like, okay, where was I now? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why when all of our candles were, were lit and Linda was like, okay, like, that's it. I was like, let's fucking go, dude. Like, <laughs> and I am here for that. I always hear your voice now when I have to do something. I hear your voice. Let's fucking go. And I'm like, yes, let's go. <laughs> let's, let's fucking go. Yes. It's go time. Like we are in our power now. Like we just introduced ourselves and called out our ancestors. Like let's fucking, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do, do it. it. And at the end of the day, we have each other, right? And I think what you mentioned is it was definitely a safe space. And that's important doing a safe space collectively and having the community there rallying behind you it's just amazing to have those people in your corner now and so many of us in the past have struggled with finding those people but when you find your soul tribe it's done it's like okay there they are (laughs) oh yeah most definitely yeah because you who you surround yourself with definitely matters so if those people around you are draining you, that says a lot. But if the people around you are lifting you up and holding space for you, those are the people that are deserving. No, we're telling each other that we're divine and like <laughs> we're our own source of supply. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we are. Oh yeah, we're goddesses. Fuck yeah. Like <laughs> we're about that life. We're here yeah. for it. <laughs> I love that. And I am so happy for you, Leah. I can't wait to see how many more great things you accomplish. And I will be there supporting you and continuing to support you every step of the way. And everyone, like I said, go purchase the Brujita products. They are amazing. And like you always say in the sticker, I see a glowing complexion in your future. <laughs> oh, yes. And we can all be glowing like Leah too. just use those products. <laughs> All righty, Leah, anything, any last minute things you want to say before we end? Uh, just thank you, Brujita Cole, to everyone who's listening to this interview. Please support Ruth and her podcast as well. She has amazing people on her podcast. And find us on Instagram at Brujita Skincare and then buy Brujita products at brujitaskincare.com. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> 
And with that said, I will talk to you all soon. Thank you, Leah. And thank you everyone for listening. And I will see you on the next episode of Luna Mia podcast. Bye. Bye. Before this episode ends, I want to say thank you to Leah for giving all you Luna Mia podcast listeners a 20% off discount code on Brujita Skincare. So if you go to brujitaskincare.com and you enter the code Luna Mia, you will receive 20% off your order. And like Leah likes to say, let's fucking go. Keep supporting these amazing brands. And like she likes to say, there is a glowing complexion in your future. So go ahead and support this company today and always. And thank you again, Leah. Catch you on the next episode. Bye.